from TMP to TTNG For sure the cure in those tired meme jeans Hella Kinsella and the promise ring Sunny day real estate and rights this spring Prince Twinkle Daddy's help keep the dream alive I constantly thank God for Algernon and Remo Christie front drive Mineral snowing high tide hotel a year and more Rio Limo only consists of the DC emotive hardcore Episode 31 of the E-Word. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, this is the E-Word freshman class episode. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Um, uh, it, it's just kind of like 10 bands that are like up and coming in emo, and that criteria is none of these bands have been uh, releasing music for more than two years. Ellie is my co-host there in Austin. We haven't talked to you yet. Ellie, what's up? Uh, not much. I'm pretty stoked on this episode. Um, you know, it's weird. Like a lot of people who I have talked to about you word freshman class, they are like, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like the XXL freshman class. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Like, come on, <laughs> not clued in at all. I know. I know. Like, I almost feel like they're like pretending not to know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, did you ever have that people like those people who are like Justin Bieber? I've never heard of him. Yeah. Like, yeah. To be like snarky above it all idiots fuck you but uh i feel like we got a pretty big response on this last year but this year like totally blew last year out of the water yeah are you fucking kidding me like <laughs> like 400 more votes or something well also because we have like at least 800 more followers than we did at this time last year probably <laughs> just for like nostalgia's sake and just to see where we were last year i pulled up the freshman class of uh, 2018, and that was the Great White, who now go by the name Proper, Jetty Bones, oh. uh, Jetty Bones, Origami Angel, Stars Hollow, Commander Salamander, CU Space Cowboy, Retirement Party, Charmer, Michael Sarah Palin, who apparently were not eligible, and Awake but still in bed. <laughs> We've had half of the Ewards freshman class last year on the pod. Yeah, and some of those were like intimidating to like have on the pod, uh, but like, not like Shannon and Elliot. Elliot wasn't intimidating. I mean, uh, Elliot wasn't intimidating, but I don't know who else you'd be considering intimidating. Tyler. Yeah, Tyler for sure. What? I don't no, know. Tyler's, Tyler's a sweetie. Well, yeah, I found that out. Um, we should also mention that. <laughs> so we are really fucking around with this ap- episode because, like, the intention was to have David from charmer to be 
our third mic on this episode and uh schedules weren't aligning and then we locked in a date and he got called into work so we couldn't wait much longer um so we turned to a couple of other repeat guests and freshman class inductees of, yeah. of of 2018 and at some point tyler from stars hollow is going to call in and rylan from origami angel should be calling in who knows where we'll be at within the list at that point but it's going to be fun and we're st- no rules on this episode i guess yeah i feel like if and when people call in we're just gonna have to bounce back to the beginning every single time <laughs> or just be like hey do you have any thoughts on beep um it's just gonna, it's gonna be like hard reset yeah uh, yeah i'm glad this is finally happening uh this is gonna be a beast to edit because i'm gonna put in music and everything um jesus yeah so before we get into this I want to talk about something that I think that the E-word is currently having right now. Okay. I think the E-word is in burnout season. Burnout season? Yeah. As in, like, people are, like, exhausted by us? I feel exhausted. Like, I haven't listened to emo in a long time. I haven't had anything I mean, I- clever to say on the internet about emo. I mean, neither have I. You, like, we noted last episode, like... I haven't had anything witty to say on Twitter. The last thing I had tweeted from the Eward account was a wet, hot American summer quote. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> oh, you, Ruth Buzzy, better watch your back. Uh, I I can't even begin to explain the context of that quote to you. It's fine. <laughs> what, what what else is burnout season for the Eward? Um, I mean, okay. uh, for, for real, I really would just rather spend this episode talking about the new Knocked Loose song. It's great. <laughs> It's it's real it's real good. I think uh, the B side, mistakes like fractures, which they released as a single a while ago, uh, is better than the new song they actually released today. But I'm still like really really looking forward to this record. I think uh, Brian's voice sounds really fucking good. Yeah. Um, strike this from the episode, but wait, that that entire tour is a wave. Okay, you're you're gonna have to continue to cut things because. Did you see the uh, the last minute Chicago show yes. with like knocked loose, Code Orange, Harm's Way, and yes. Vane, and sold it That's... out with five hours notice? Yeah, that show I think is like the lineup of that show is like the big four of late twenty tens hardcore. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Harm's <laughs> Way maybe not. I I I, I don't know. I I I, I feel who would like you put in Harm's Way's place there? I mean, we have like Midwest <laughs> bias for that. I I don't I don't know, man. Because Harm's Way are, uh, I mean, I guess because just because they're way older, they've been around since like the mid two thousands. Yeah. Uh, but they they like have been doing like they could continue to just get bigger and bigger and bigger with every single release. Yeah. Which is really really cool for me to see. Like, I remember when they were just like a snotty little power violence band playing with Weekend Nachos, and then both those bands kind of like blew up and then weekend nachos kind of wilted and harm's way just continued to get stronger and bigger much yeah. like their singer <laughs> this is a this is a podcast about email <laughs> <laughs> and i don't even know how much of that would have made the episode but yeah uh, uh but like more about e-word burnout season um i think like scheduling has just become like a little bit of like a headache and makes me less excited like we have we have our 20, 2012 decade under the influence 
episode and we have to fly solo just because of I don't know, like, scheduling some of these guests are, like, very elusive sometimes. Like, we just had our... Yeah, and one one prospective guest, I feel, like, just kind of flaked. And my connect for that guest, Blade Brown, was like, oh, yeah, I'm not shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the 2012 guest that you're talking about, I feel like... I know that they have like discomfort with the lyrical content of the album that won. And so they would rather not like come on and talk about it. But I also would have liked that if they had like said that rather than ghosting, I don't know. Like, like I thought that we had clout finally because we had over a thousand Twitter followers, but clearly we don't have enough clout to get a fucking text back. We'll (laughs) never have enough clout to not be left on red. (laughs) This that 2012 guest is also currently on tour, so I don't know how the fuck it was gonna work out unless we oh, did it like that week. But so anything else for? I mean, I'm I don't know when we're gonna be able to talk about this, but I want to talk about the Kevin DeCat thing. Did you see that shit? Or just basically like the war against music journalism that's going on? No, I haven't heard anything about this. Please explain. Oh, really? Okay, well, Kevin DeCat yeah. from, from, like, Top Shelf went on, like, a Twitter rant in, in the middle of the night being, like, ever since... Oh, Kevin we... DeCat went on a Twitter rant? Okay, yeah. This could easily be, like, a decade on, under the influence thing because he's been doing this forever. But um, <laughs> uh, Kevin DeCat went on, like, a Twitter rant in, in, in the middle of the night about, like, ever since Top Shelf started doing our PR in, in-house literally no one has written about a top shelf band he's like we're still doing the 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 same cool shit that we've been doing it's just the fact that we don't have a powerful pr firm behind it with a name that people won't cover our our stuff and he was just like doing a lot of like just saying type of things just saying pisses me the fuck off When people put when people put just saying like at the end of their sentence, I I'm sure I'm guilty of this. Most things that I complain about, I'm guilty of. But like, I know you're just saying it. Obviously, you just said it. Like, the, I I feel like it's like a weird backpedaling maneuver. Um. Anyway, I don't know how I feel about uh Kevin Duquette's comments there because they come off very bitter. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I definitely see that as a thing. Like, you know, just because it's ex-publicist for ex-firm means that someone's inclined to cover your stuff because you know that they have to write about Black Belt Eagle Scout to write about fucking uh, Big Thief. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. What What did you just say? What were those words? I just said two Saddle Creek bands, a small one and a big one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, I know Big Thief is with a different label. Shut the fuck up. I didn't say anything. I know, but Uh, someone's saying it to their iPhone right now. Is someone saying it to our iPhone? I don't know how knowledgeable most of our listeners are about, like, insidery label shit. We probably have someone listening that listens to Indie Rock because we had Ian Cohen on the podcast. Oh, that's true. That's true. We probably have, like, at least a couple... Uh, adult contemporary indie listeners in the audience now. Mm-hmm. The thing, the thing is though, like, what is what is preventing like 
those in-house PR people from reaching out to the uh, to the big publications. I feel like see this conversation started because Kevin tweeted, and people were like, "Music is right now is about connecting the label to the fucking fan base, not the PR person to the pitchfork writer who's gonna." blast it out to someone who might click on it yeah the other thing i was gonna say is really how often do counterintuitives bands get written about but how fucking big are counterintuitive bands exactly pr music journal music journalism you know the thing that i really like to do uh is basically meaningless in 2019 (laughs) uh i or i guess not meaningless but in the sense that uh that it boosts your band's profile. I don't think music journalism does that in any regard anymore. Music journalism exists for people who already know about a band to jerk each other off about their well thought out opinions about said band. (laughs) It's, it has nothing to do with like exposing new people to it anymore. I don't know. This is the industrial complex. It's like a lot of fake things. Uh, this is an email. This is hardcore, but I, I went to a uh, <clears throat> fest in San Antonio last weekend, uh, Hope for Shelter, and the headliner was, or for day one at least, I think day two was I Am, and I don't know anything about that fucking band, but the day one headliner was Race Trader, who, if I am not mistaken, are not currently on like any sort of quote-unquote big label. Race Trader has like a lot of history behind that band <laughs> and they also like Andy Hurley from fallout boy is their drummer. Oh, that might not, that might not have been a great example. Okay. So the band that headline that like was just under headlining was reserving dirt naps, a band that I've never even fucking heard of before this fest, but they are also not on a crazy big label. Um, they just had a, had enough clout. <laughs> they just had the fans. <laughs> And did people show up for them? Did they go off for them and stuff? Or was it just kind of like people smoking cigs outside? Uh, I smoked cigs outside, but I was one of the few people. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, don't, I don't really like death metal, and they're more of a death metal-y hardcore band. Right. Uh, um, when I did walk inside, like people were going the fuck off for them. I think, uh, I think another thing bands need to be better at is, like, you know you can manufacture a really sick live response, right? Like all you got to do is bring like four of your homies from your hometown. Axe <laughs> Ryan calls this a cheat code. Yeah, it's a it's a total cheat code. Roseblood did it at this fest. Cool. <laughs> they had some people come down from. I know one person was from Philly, uh, but they had they had some people come down from the Northeast to go the fuck off for them and like dogpile and sing the lyrics and whatever, and that automatically made Roseblood seem like way more hype that's what Vane did at this is hardcore back in like 2016 Vane windbreaker sold out Vane is a windbreaker <laughs> that band sounds like a windbreaker it just it just kind of pisses me off because there's multiple other avenues of getting people to pay attention to your music now rather than waiting around for pitchfork or stereo gum or consequence of sound to do a write-up on you but like, that shit does elevate you. Let's not deny that. Like, I'm not gonna say it doesn't elevate yeah, you, yeah. but like, look at like Heart Attack Man for example. Like half of that band's fan base is cultivated through Eric being a 
meme lord. Yeah. The great thing about the internet is that it's made self-promotion like completely accessible to everyone. Ellie, one of the top one of the bands in the top three of this freshman class have three songs out. That's true. Or at least three songs on Spotify. Is that the same on Bandcamp? Yeah. Okay. Shit. <laughs> I was like acoustic. Spoiler alert. It's fucking. <laughs> but I was like acoustic version. Where is the not acoustic version? <laughs> Regardless, um, I think the, 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 this whole journalism thing. I mean, we had the Lizzo thing that sucked. Lizzo saying you can't talk about art unless you've performed and shit like that and then what was the thing that was oh right shut there? the fuck up i know <laughs> honestly god shut the fuck up lizzo um uh what was the thing before that something else happened with journalism i don't know man i've been like off the oh. fucking ground i've been playing pokemon like <laughs> good for you because all this shit is like really really getting on just getting to me it's get it's getting to you like i i got i got this new job and my new job is like very like work intensive i'm like uh either i i'm ba- i basically am like working in a kitchen like nonstop, like lots of cutting and peeling and blending and shit and stabbing like, yourself I, stabbing myself i i've actually avoided it so far i think i'm becoming slightly better with knives but <laughs> like at the end of the day i'm just i'm so fucking exhausted that all i want to do is like Zonk out on the couch, watch TV with my fiance, play fucking Pokemon Yellow, <laughs> like on my iPhone's Game Boy emulator. I don't need to be like sucked into this drama on the internet anymore. <laughs> oh. This is Ellie 3.0. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You're like an evolution of yourself, like a Pokemon. I know. I know. Um, you know, it does upset me that people don't peg me as a Charmander. I'm definitely a Charmander. <laughs> How are we talking about Pokemon when Ryland hasn't even called in yet? I know. I know. Um, yo, you got to cut this out of the pod, but... You want to talk about the E-Word Freshman Class 2019? So let's, let's fucking do it, man. All right. 844 votes for the E-Word Freshman Class of 2019. We had tons of bands, tons of people throwing in disqualified bands. I mean, bands that aren't el- eligible. But uh, let me see if I can find some bands that just missed the cut oh we got some uh runner-ups some honorable mentions i mean we did this last year where we talked about some runner-ups but uh yeah that's true um i mean there's gonna be a million of them barely civil missed it by like a few votes two years in a row i feel bad this is how it ended in tokyo also one from last year did not make it nope i'm surprised nope didn't make it i actually really like nope and I know that they have like interest in coming on the pod, so mm-hmm. we should we should reach out to them. It's a bummer they didn't make it. I think they're the my my personal honorable mention because they fucking rip. Uh, Sonder bombs didn't make it either. Uh, Vermont did not make it. Uh, Courage Mother, I know there was Courage Mother was on was like in the running for like the first couple days. Um, didn't mm. make it for your health. Who I mean. Maybe if this came out like a month later, they might have been near near it. Yeah, because they did that split with uh, Shingard, and I feel like that like kind of boosted their yeah. their visibility. But for your health, are an insanely good screamo band. One of like the only current screamo bands that I like. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, they're super every, good. All the other screamo bands that I like went metalcore. <laughs> uh, so that's for your health. Um, there's a couple other ones like Good Sleepy, Home Burial. Uh, Home Burial. I know they were uh, real good friends with Darkle. Um, oh, okay. Nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not shouted them out. Yeah, Illinois band. One that like I thought might have had a chance, but just didn't get much at all. Is Bigger Better Son? I don't know if you've heard about this band. No. So like Ian Cohen was tweeting about them before they even put out music, and then they put out an album, and it got a lot of traction on on our emo, and they sound like this sounds exactly like Oso Oso. And then it, oh no! And then uh, they're on Seal Mountain Records, which is the Oso Oso label. I mean, it, like it cracked the code there. It's like okay, so that's why Ian Cohen is talking about it, because Ian Cohen is like number one Oso Oso fan. I feel like I have never heard of this band, and I have never listened to them, but I do really like Oso Oso, um, who, as I've said before, I think have the potential to be the Jimmy Eat World of this generation. Um. Mm-hmm. So, I I will check them out. What are they called again? Bigger, better son. Bigger, better son. Yep. Okay. Full. Is that S U N or S O N? S U N. Okay. Because I I was thinking like bigger, better son. I'm <laughs> like the like the eldest child. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but then just people just wrote in stuff that's like not eligible by any means. Like. Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna call out the DQ by name or no? No, no, let's let's not invite that controversy. No. All right. I'm so so straight up had to, to disqualify a band that clearly campaigned or signed up for 20 emails to vote themselves onto the list and the band is n- neither emo nor popular. So saw th- nor good. <laughs> yeah, so just directly saw through that one. And like this isn't like whenever this was happening we had like we had like a panel that we could turn to to be like hey is this band actually big you're like yeah no that's legit and then this one was just like no <laughs> this and, one was like who the fuck yeah like, our I, panel by the way consisting of like the chill wave homies yeah and it was basically explosion. yeah yeah <laughs> cwr is definitely in the know of what this list is like turning out to be at the time yeah it was definitely like me putting on my tinfoil hat and feeling crazy but it was just like yo is this band actually big they're like yeah but then this one was just like red flag like no also like whenever you would spell something differently it would register as like a new band and that's what's happening for this band so how did how did people misspell this band um they it was space and stuff like that oh yeah are you gonna have? Are you gonna have to mm-hmm, edit that? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's bleep space, space bleep. bleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So starting from the bottom of the list, we've got number ten, American Spirit. Formerly my favorite cigarette brand. Um, 
So do you also think that American Spirit song Cicadas sounds exactly like your deep rest by the hotelier? It sounds like that with like a mom jeans guitar tone. Mom jeans guitar tone. Fuck. I don't know if I call it mom jeans guitar tone. I think mom jeans has much worse production than American Spirits f- on both their records. I feel like it's like a cleaner version of that or something. Like like a cleaner ver- like there's no overdrive on it like uh like the your deep rest has, I guess. Oh yeah, your deep rest has like a lot of game. Mm-hmm. Um I I I think this band is pretty good. Like honestly, I could I could see like either this band or Nope being in like the top 10 like the the 10 spot, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the vocals are really good. Yeah. I really like this, the vocals in this band. <laughs> I like really, like, like I, I I listened to them when they started getting posted and tweeted about and stuff, and I was like, yeah, great, cool. And then for this list, I've been, like, really diving in these bands. I, I, like, I think this is, like, my top three favorites on the list, actually. Like, I really, really? Yeah, I really fucking like this band. I think I have a very different top three. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that with comments, but I'm saying, like, I really fucking like this band right now. Um, I think this band is, like, extremely well-produced. Yeah, definitely. Like, everything cuts through perfectly, and I could hear it all. It's all mixed super well. I just think, like, their hooks are so great. Like, they... I, 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 it's, like, one of those things where, like, I think their verses are just as good as their choruses. And, I, and I'm, like, a whore for shit like that. I mean, I I agree that their hooks are pretty good. Um, I guess may, maybe like I I'm getting them like they have like an association in my mind with another band on this list that I like less. But uh, is it so? I think so. Like that is like unfairly dragging uh, American Spirits down. But I I will admit that they are very good at what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's not like my exact thing. I mean, I kind of draw a comparison to, like, a modern baseball in w- in which there's, like, nothing extremely technical about them. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, like, American... Or, Jesus Christ. Modern baseball. I almost said American <laughs> football. <laughs> Fucking kill me. Uh, modern baseball, like, had a little bit of intricacy when, like, they wanted to, but they used that as, like, a backseat to uh, the hooks... Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I guess I could I guess I could see American Spirits falling into that like same lane. All right. Yeah. This conversation is making me like American Spirits more. So good. Good work. <laughs> I I also don't or I, I also don't want to go unknown that like this band's from Bowling Green and they are and they like run a venue there called the Summit Shack that people just love. And I think they put on that faux chilla thing, uh, which was like emo twitter and our emo like fest basically um yeah when whenever you can make something like make a scene in the middle of nowhere just ultimate props to you props to american spirits yeah and for anyone listening my favorite uh color of american spirit is light green is, <laughs> if you want if you want to buy that for me is that also turquoise <laughs> there's a oh. green cigarette one there's a light green and a dark green. Oh, I there's also that. a light blue and a dark blue. But there's also yellow. There is a yellow. There's also black and red. Did not know that. Yeah. Um, American Spirits got two EPs. Is that right? Yeah. They're yeah. They're both EPs. One of them is called got... New- Nowhere Near Perfect, and then they got the the one from uh late 
last year called No One Cares About Your Band. Both of them are really good, and I think, like, I think they've definitely, like, shown improvement upon them. Because I think that No One Cares About Your Band is fantastic. Are they signed to anyone? Are they working with anyone? Uh, No, not that I know of. Doing it on their own. Uh, Number nine. We've got former guest of the pod, Closure. Great people hate the music, though. <laughs> Total friend core. No, here's the thing. Like, I desperately wanted to actually not like Closure. <laughs> like, so I could be like, Collins, you're great, but I fucking hate your band. But unfortunately, Closure is actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like, unfortunately for me. But like, yeah, they're like super listenable. Uh, Collins has a good voice, and it's like tearing me up inside to say that. <laughs> Like, all I wanted to do with this section was just bag on Collins, like, mercilessly. But shit, homie can write. (laughs) Yeah, Collins' vocals are just wonderful. They're, like, very Mm -hmm. calming, but also, like, I don't want to hear these songs with, like, a shitty vocalist. And so Collins just, like, works works in there perfectly. And uh, very confident singer, too. I think both the EPs are just as good as each other. I don't know if you have, like, a preference. I I think the new stuff is better. Okay. I normally am of the opinion that like DIY bands need a couple releases to like find their voice, you know. And so, in case of bands lately, they need to put out like six EPs before they put out a full length. <laughs> and then the first full length is really fucking good, and then they get boring. Yes, that's how. It goes. Yep, yep, yeah. Um, you only made a moonlight. It's a new one that came out on Chill Waves record label. Yep. I have a note here that I call their twinkles very silky. Like, uh, there's something extra smooth and, like, easy to listen to. Um, it's guitar tone, but it's also, like, it's kind of like the interplay between both the guitars. Like, and there's, like, song structure here, too. Like, it's not just, like, very masturbatory words, just, like, listen to, like, eight twinkles that just yeah. go nowhere. Yeah, there's. There's not 10 million different noodles slammed in to a one song. It's like there's a central idea and they just follow through on yeah. it, which I, I personally prefer. Um, when you, when I hear like clean twinkles, that to me is like that's sparkle punk. Closure sparkle punk. Really? I, I mean like I, it, to, to me it's almost – I think like sparkle punk is way sloppier though. I mean – I don't know. Talk- sparkle punk has a wide range. Okay. <laughs> yeah so wide range there's sloppy part sparkle punk and then there's tight clean sparkle sure. punk. like bottom line is closure is like pretty good um and at this point the e-word cinematic universe is very incestuous uh, <laughs> like now that we're like being uploaded by chill wave and have chill wave <laughs> records guests i feel like we got bought out by chill wave enterprises <laughs> um 
I was talking to Cholave today, and he was like, I don't like Title Fight. <laughs> what? And that made me, like, very upset. I, like, said, I respect Title Fight more than 99% of the bands that you upload. And he was like, careful, you're going to get the E-word canceled. <laughs> but also, I don't think he was joking. <laughs> okay, here's a funny thing that I, I that I forgot to send to our to our group chat. My friend is drumming, is drumming for the Sonderbombs right now and I guess the Sonderbombs just played with Sweet Peach and he said yo I met Chillwave I didn't know where he was so I was like holy fuck send like send me a pic and then he sent me a pic of Ben and I was like I was like that's bad he's like he said he was Chillwave <laughs> the fucked up thing is like I've said Chillwave's name on this podcast before before we ever thought to like make it this big mystery <laughs> So, like, if you go back far enough, you can find me talking about Chillwave and, like, giving his first name. But it's... it's yeah, it's awesome. Um, ben and Robert are not Chillwave. <laughs> They're Chillwave intern. But either way, closure. It's cool as bands, like, really taken off. Like, I feel like a lot of people are finding out about them. Um, they've, they've been getting a lot of R.E.M.O. love and not in the way that, like chill wave people uh, uh, like uh, uploading their music and posting it on our email it's like people finding out about them and stuff um and yeah and as we talked about with collins like collins has been doing this shit for a while so it's cool that this is the one that's you know taken off i guess you can say yeah i hope it continues to take off because pretty soon collins is going to be too fucking old to do this shit <laughs> is collins old collins is old okay Collins is like a Collins is like a fucking teacher. Like he's been through grad school and shit. <laughs> Collins is American football. I, I think. I'm actually I have no idea how old Collins is. He could be 20 or 30. I mean, like, I no I'm idea. almost 30, so I sh He could be 40. I have no fucking clue. He looks like Richard Spencer. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he got a neo Nazi haircut. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I like how like last time we we did we did this it was like people that like we like probably shouldn't be shitting on like I don't mean just like ragging on but like now we have like a lot of personal connections to these bands so whatever. Um, num yeah. number eight, number eight is Shingard. <laughs> fucking love this band i think this is probably my favorite band on our top 10 i mean shin 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 has got my album of the year right now really yeah. no my album of the year is still heart attack man but um that's your album of the year i so far oh, cool it's fa fake blood yeah but Shingard is like fucking incredible like vocals oh rhythm section ah guitar work fucking stellar guitar like insane nothing to complain about i mean 2020 is amazing their new split with for your health is incredible 
Like, honestly, with a band that I like this much, it's hard for me to even, like, say anything about them. <laughs> like, all I can say is, go fucking listen to this band. This isn't really talking about the music, but apparently this would kind of make them ineligible, but it's not because it's not released anymore. But apparently they have shit that goes back years. That's like Twinkle, and it's under the name Shingard. I mean, it's been wiped. It's been scrubbed, but someone told me this. Okay, well... I personally don't care because Twinkle is bad. So they didn't become who they were meant to be until they started doing Screamo. For sure. And they're prob they're probably like the best like new pure Screamo band working working right now. That's what you call them, pure Screamo? I mean they're not metalcore Screamo, sure. you know. So you know, they're not fucking binary or risky razor. Oh, but I feel like they're they're kind of more than just a screamo band because they have these like, I mean, on twenty twenty, there's songs that have like multiple like movements. I guess like uh, I think the song sure like it goes into that like kind of dreamy like almost death heaven kind of sounding thing at the end. All right, so I think that's a thing that screamo's been doing for a long time. You know, Envy does that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Shingard does it in a very like concise way as well. Exactly, it's like it, it, it's it's kind of like truly Shingard style. And can we please like before we do anything else, talk about that riff in Kennedy? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's the crazy fucking riff. It's not DIY Fall of Troy riff. Yes. <laughs> exactly oh what it is. It's Fall of Troy. <laughs> it's so good though. But then after yeah. that song, it gets like into these nutso blast beats until it ends. It just like shoots it into outer yeah. space. Like Kennedy is, there won't be a better song this year. No matter who puts out music, there won't be a better song to me this year. That's exactly what I said when uh, Jeff Rosenstock put out We Cool in 2015. <laughs> I said Jeff Rosenstock wrote all the best songs this year. <laughs> <laughs> Shingard is easily the best band coming out of Pittsburgh right now. Probably the best band coming out of the East Coast. 50% likely to be the best band in America. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Wow. Ellie. Yeah. All right. I feel like Shingard's going to blow up. Do you think so? Like, do you think that they're going to be, like, following something like a CU Space Cowboy pattern or anything? I mean, honestly, I want to stop comparing Screamo bands to CU Space Cowboy. Okay, but they're a band um, that, like, got lifted and taken. That's true. That's true. But, like, I can, I can definitely see them blowing up. You know why? Because, like, most of the time, our emo doesn't give a shit about Scrams. I know. But they really back Shingard. Yeah. And that's sick. And that means that Shingard has broader appeal than most most scrams bands like diana crawls or fucking youth or uh, i'm trying to think of like what's the other fucking hype band in scram cave right now even fucking coma regalia who are legends like <laughs> they are not get, getting the love that Shingard is getting on our emo right now mm-hmm. that's true i mean 2020 came out on like apparently my my friend's friend's ska label or something <laughs> flower pot records <laughs> apparently they released a bunch of ska and then they put out Shingard. wait 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 you're friends with someone who is friends with west meadows yeah <laughs> oh shit i'm friends with west meadows okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but then this Death of Spring EP is on Middleman, which is definitely yeah. like a destination label for, for Scrams and Screamo. Uh, Middleman is not like a destination label. It is Sean Decker putting the spotlight on any band that they want to put out. It's not like bands are like go, like starting and being like, oh, it's our dream to get signed to Middleman. That's like the big DIY label because Middleman honestly is not like a quote unquote huge DIY label. But like, but do you think people are checking out everything that's on Middleman? Uh, yes. I think that's. I think that I, I think that's what I mean. Like people will listen to okay. anything that's on counterintuitive because it's out on counterintuitive. Oh no, I don't. What? <laughs> well, you, I don't. You personally don't. Well, me and Blade Brown, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about like the two <laughs> biggest contrarians or against the grain motherfuckers and emo. <laughs> Blade actually called me the Scrams version of him. Like a month ago. <laughs> okay. I think we do need to talk about like I don't know for like this being like Screamo, it's 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 pretty emo for Screamo. Yeah, it, but there, there there's something accessible about it. Like it's not just like bleeding throat screamo, like harsh as fuck to listen to. It's it's like produced in a way that's pretty accessible. I think that's the I think it's the reason that like knocked loose are also big in that the vocals are intelligible mm-hmm. you know like i don't i think the production has a little bit to do with it but mostly it's uh the way that the singer enunciates yeah different types of screams like people aren't gonna get into scream and immediately get into like kitten core right They're not immediately gonna get and get into like the bird screech vocals mm-hmm. all right so we've talked quite a bit about Shingard. So let's talk about a band that probably has not been mentioned on this podcast before. Is that accurate, do you think? Is this uh, Karakara? This is Karakara. they haven't been mentioned on this podcast before is that they like aren't emo yeah i know <laughs> i they're, as soon they're... as this like made the list i was like all right like is this actually that's emo? weird it's weird that they made the list right like i mean i put some bands on... i'm not gonna say they campaigned no i'm not saying no, that this, but like this is a big band they got they have like what like a hundred thousand plays on spotify they have like they have something like, like big that likes and follows and have have done like opening slots on tours i believe but like their related artists are like chastity to be fair chastity is a lot of related artists for like a lot of shit this is a band that i never listened to before like preparing for this episode see something that i also was like does this belong in here and like yeah they they i guess they do is the fact that they are in our emo they have a lot of posts in our emo and uh ian cohen did an interview with them about a month ago um so i mean like they're in this world 
but like to me it's not really emo-ish at all um they've recorded with will yip i guess all of it adds up to like yeah they can totally be on this list they're from philly they're a jace yeah they're yeah they're they're jace there's another band on this list much higher up that i also think is like not even emo but karakara is closer than them so i think karakara's got they they build up very well they have like a good grasp of like dynamics and I think that's like one of the most important things you can have as a songwriter is making sure that your song like builds, you know, mm-hmm. I would not say that Karakara is my personal thing though. Yeah. It, it, to, to me, like this is not something that I'm looking for. I mean, it's like, it's like wickedly produced. Like it, it's super slick. I mean, Oh yeah. Before they were recording with William, you could tell that like they would do something with William. Um, very like dreamy, Oh, what the fuck? Uh, Jake from Modern Baseball mixed and has worked with them in the past. Um, okay, that settles it. Kara Kara is clearly... Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's how this works? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's super clean, like, indie-leaning in the way that, like, you know, like, they could totally be, like, an opener for foxing. I oh sure yeah, I yeah. I I know some people that are like really really into this band, and um, people really love that full length sub summer megalith, megal is that how you say that? I don't know. I I listen to better. Yeah, but there's like a full length from 2017. Um, oh, that's the okay. one that was produced and worked on with Jake. If there is any band on this list that does not need us to shout them out it's probably this one yeah i mean yeah because <laughs> it, it, it seems like it seems like if we were gonna tag all these bands on a list that Karakara would be the one that doesn't retweet it <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> which is such a specific uh, thing to say <laughs> this is a band that has uh the pr agent that uh kevin duquette is jealous of <laughs> Do you have anything else to talk about with Kara Kara? Keep on keeping on. Uh, you're good at what you do. And I'm pretty sure that they will never listen to nor care of our opinion of them. All right. So this is going to be an old school long as fuck episode, Kyle. I know. <laughs> Let's keep going. Let's talk about Riley. Okay. So number six, we got Riley. It was dark on the drive home And I don't think I've ever felt so alone But you were in the car sleeping And I was driving and singing softly So never meant the second time Yeah, I put it on repeat On these kind of nights On these kind of nights ah! I don't think I'll ever finish school If I shotgun beer and smoke weed Will you think I'm Oh, you're done with your intro, you narcissistic motherfucker. For uh, editing, I want to make it clean. <laughs> I, I want to make it sound Kara Kara clean. <laughs> this is a band that I cannot decide if I like or not. Like, I've I've gone back and forth on them so hard. Like, my roast of them was, like, probably genuine at the time. <laughs> was that the no way? Like, yeah, that was the one where they're like, wait, no. <laughs> Like, um, I don't know. There's like some stuff that they do that I'm down with. And then there's other stuff 
where it's just like, how can this possibly be more generic? I don't know. They're everything about the scene distilled into one package, but like not in a good way, but also not in a bad way. And it's really upsetting to me. <laughs> so the first time, I mean, you can go back to last year in E Word episodes, and I remember when Riley was popping off at first, I talked about them, and I was like, this sounds like a less bummed version of Mom Jeans or something. Like, 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 like that. Yeah. And I mean, exactly. This, Riley was the first band. I was like, oh shit, we're getting bands that are like becoming, uh, uh, derivative of something that's like happening current that's like not yeah like not even blown up to its full potential yet and we're already getting bands that sound like it and riley was that band that made me think of it i also didn't hate it because i think there's something really charming about riley i mean they're charming i know they have like a serious like emo project like i don't know the name of it but i know they have like something that's like less meme the thing about Riley is even though there is like some sort of charm to it, it's also inherently a Xerox of a Xerox of a Xerox. <laughs> like, you know, Mobo was already like kind of a sanded down version of early emo revival. And then Mom Jeans was an even more sanded down and accessible version of modern baseball. And now Riley is an even more sanded down and accessible version of Mom Jeans. It's becoming more and more incestuous influence wise. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like and I definitely see it and I definitely hear it. So I mean, I, I'm not one to be like, oh, your band's not original enough because like originality is overrated, in my opinion. But I don't know. Can Riley like bring something? You bring something? No. <laughs> uh, they are like working hard. They're they're on third row? Is that true? I th- are they? I think, are they on third I row? I think they're on third row. Um, I I don't want Riley to like listen to this because I'm sure they will and think that I like hate their band because I don't. You know, you I have a real city? fun time when I listen. Aren't they from Austin? Uh, they're from the they're from the five one two. I think yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to get beaten up. Uh, <laughs> I think that you can I'm beat just a, all those members up. I don't know, man. I'm a pretty weak guerra. I can't do shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> One of them's wearing a Protest the Hero shirt in the picture. Never mind. I can beat up anyone who likes Protest the Hero. <laughs> like, I have a fun time when I listen to them, but also, like, there's something in the back of my head that just is telling me, like, but why do you like this? Like, are you... I think it's, it's like, like this weird little nagging thing telling me that I shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> they all seem like cool, like cool people, though. Like, they have a real good social media presence. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh, Tyler. Oh, this is Tyler. Hi. Yo. What's up? <laughs> We're talking about Riley. Oh, Tyler, I'm like mad that you popped in because now I get to be distracted by your super cute profile picture again. <laughs> they, I'm, you know, I'm glad that it's good for something. That's, that's all I can really ask for. Do we want to catch Tyler oh, up okay. on the past five bands? <laughs> sure. Uh, so ta- we talked about American Spirits. Oh yeah, I love American Spirits. Phenomenal. Um, we talked about Closure. Yes, Closure are. So I've been Facebook friends with the guitarist and vocalist of Closure for like years. Oh yeah. And he's been like supporting Stars for like years, and I had no idea, like that it was the yeah. same person until like very recently. 
because I, I mean, like, I, case in point. <laughs> yeah, that's. But but yeah, now I know, and it's great, and it's cool. So shouts out to Closure. That man's good. I take any opportunity to bag on Collins like hard. Like I <laughs> wanted to not like Closure because of like how much I like making fun of Collins. Um, <laughs> but they're good, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, Shingard. I've seen that name on the internet. 5,000 times, but I don't think I've listened to them. Tyler, we know you like Fall of Troy because you're in Stars Hollow, so you should listen to Shingard. <laughs> Do you... Okay, here's the thing. You want to know some batshit crazy shit? I have you not heard a single Fall of Troy song besides FCP Remix. <laughs> Alright, but you've listened to Dance Gavin Dance, so you've heard the boneless version of Fall of Troy. Oh yeah, I love boneless versions of things. Yeah, yeah. Dance Gavin Dance is amazing. So, <laughs> that's... That makes sense. I mean, as we've as we've already discussed, I'm the boneless version of Blade Brown. So, um, oh yeah, that's that makes that kind of makes sense. <laughs> right? uh, Not even in a bad way; it just like makes sense <laughs> in a neutral way. Yeah. And we yeah, just uh, talked about Karakara. Karakara. I have not even heard of that one. Where are they from? Sick. We're in the same. They're from Philly. Uh, Philly. Their debut record, apparently, I just learned, was produced by Jake Ewald. Oh really? And then, yeah. And uh, and then they did something for Will Yip, produced by Will Yip on Will Yip's label. Oh no shit! That's yeah. Crazy. Okay, I feel like I'm like missing, but that's cool. I'll have to listen. Yeah, to but that. they don't sound like emo. Is the thing. Oh like, really? Yeah, they sound like dreamier, more indie. Um, turnover, I guess. More pitchforky. Yeah, like. Uh, but uh, I guess turnover, but oh, like that that dream poppy. They're like strange rangery. Is it more like title fight leaning? Oh, okay, that makes that makes sense. That no, also no, makes title sense fight. as to the whole. I like title fight more. I like title <laughs> fight more. Well, that's. I mean, that's that's a pretty fair thing to say, considering yeah. time. I mean, I could say that about, like, years. almost any band. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. And we're um, currently talking about Riley. Yeah. They're, that's the band that did the American football cover, yep. right? Which we didn't get yes. to yet. Uh, okay. Sorry for, sorry for the spoilers. I apologize. What are your takes on Riley? Um... I've only listened to one other song besides that cover. Um, it's a good band. I mean, like, I didn't listen to it and get angry, like, in a yeah, bad way. Not, like, I, that's, I am mad at it. I am mad at Riley a little bit. But, like, I also don't necessarily not like them. Riley kind of broke you because you don't know which end you're on. You don't know if you like them or you dislike them. So I feel like they, like, broke yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> For Cheem is at the same place with me, by <laughs> That's the way. Right. Yeah, I'm like very. I have very polarized opinions within within myself about Cheem. Like, so what? So what do you like about Riley, and what don't you like about Riley? Um, I like the fact that they are like pleasant to listen to. Um, I like the fact that they are catchy. I like the fact that they have a song about suffering from toxic masculinity. Um, <clears throat> thing that I don't like is, as I was saying earlier, the fact that they sound like a copy of a copy of a copy. That the influences have become so incestuous that it just feels like it, it feels like someone. The Riley is just one of the molds that someone has in an emo factory that you pour like molten hot twinkle into, and then you let it cool, and it it comes out like 
picture perfect like every single other band yeah that kind that makes sense to me in the sense that like i feel like that happened like with pop punk i feel like that happened between like 2015 and 2016 was like it just became like every band you heard became that so like that makes sense in the sense that emo is probably getting about to that point where it's just like so yeah. many influences like cramming into one that are like yeah. and if it's I, are Riley is it a younger band like is everyone in that band younger yeah. I don't yeah I don't know if they're necessarily younger because like I said they have like another serious project oh right? do they yeah but I think Riley is the one that's blowing up more than their serious one mm-hmm. which is like uh oh are they like a weed band? Yeah, they're a weed. Yeah. They're a weed band, big time. See, yeah, I'm I'm like over weed bands, but like from what I've heard, I think that band is is cool. But I'm over weed bands, but that band is cool. So that's that's my duality right there. So I'm over I'm over weed bands. I want fucking ketamine bands. <laughs> Double down, you know. Let's ketamine cat. Um, There's a really good weed band on this list. I'll say that. That is that is. Oh, there is. I yeah yeah. I I peeped it earlier and yeah. And that's the the other band on this list that I don't think is emo at all. But I do like them. Okay. Interesting. Um. So let's get into number five, unless we have more for Riley. No. Cool band. Probably going to do cool stuff. Just uh. Yeah. yeah. I I'm sure that the by the time they put out their next full length, they'll have like grown into themselves more, Mm -hmm. and I will like it. Number f- jail socks. number five is jail socks. If I don't die, well, I guess it's just a normal outcome. I got just overreacting. You got really good at that. Yeah, tell me that you might be the other day. That sounds like a dirty way. We've been friends with a fucking boy. They won't let it in this way. I hope you go in. I love your um, six songs. We played with them, so we toured with. Yeah, um, oh shit. When did we play with them? When we toured with Charmer last summer in June, we played with Jail Socks in North Carolina, I think. Yeah, they're from North um, Carolina. Gotcha. That makes sense then. Um, and like they just started playing, and you know, like it was pretty late into the tour, and so at that point, you just kind of get to a point where the locals are just like. Eh, like if you're intriguing I'll stay and watch you but otherwise I'm probably going to just like chill on my phone or something which might be shitty to say but that's it's the reality of the situation damn normally I'm the I'm the one who sounds like a robot yeah I mean I'm not going to be stoked on every band every night you know like bands that cover like damn it by blink 182 and shit like I'm not going to bring the pool <laughs> I want to hear <laughs> damn it I just like had wide eyes and I was like damn <laughs> what you want to hear damn it what Ellie <laughs> I want to hear Damn It every night. <laughs> every time I go to a show, I want to hear that band cover Damn It. I, I've been I heard that song for so many years. It's just it's just over. That song is like the worst thing ever, in my opinion, no. these days. No, I think that song might be like in my top five. Maybe it might be my favorite song of all time. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That is the least on-brand thing what are you talking about i love blink 182 this is part of my brand (laughs) but if it makes you happy see i uh, but that uh, but damn it i don't 
What's wrong? No, Fuck you, Tyler. Can we, can we anyway, kick Tyler off? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Jail Socks saw them on tour, and I was like, holy shit, this is super cool. And they were just a two-piece. Oh, I, I didn't know that was ever a thing. Cool. And I was like, that? Yeah, yeah, that was that was a thing. And then um, their bassist was is the vocalist of other. Um, but they're, yeah, it was incredible. And I was just like, this band is super cool. And then they started actually getting like, traction and i was super stoked because bands don't like you know get picked up and going that fast but they they were super quick about it so it's cool so i think the thing that we got to talk about is that is basically the difference between the songs on no promises versus the placeholder ep because they got heavier and i guess going from a two-piece to something like more full band is probably the reason there but like they got there's there's so much more low end in that in in that placeholder split and it's really fucking cool. It sounds super super cool because I, I I wasn't really into the no promises that stuff that much. I feel like it was just like good riffs, but then like like these other two songs are leagues better. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's Is the I think the first thing problem? I heard. They signed a no sleep. What? No yeah. sleep. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which is much less money than Triple Crown, but it's still money. You know, that's that's baller. I mean, no sleeps on the come up once more. You know, yeah, I mean, Sam. I think, was it the last episode y'all were talking about? Um, yeah, it was like the 2011 episode, and you were talking about how they used to have like that just like huge era of like the Wonder Years and like two shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Feels like it's back to getting like on that track, which is sick. It's so nice to have a guest who listens to us. <laughs> I do. I regularly do. It's like usually you put episodes out on like a Monday or a Tuesday. And like Tuesdays are when I do like running and shit at the gym. And so I can just like listen to the whole thing and then be done with my, my shit. So it's like it's easy. It's good. You run for four hours. <laughs> I mean, your new episodes are like, you know, a solid hour and a half. You guys have, have really cut that down. Yeah, this episode's gonna really like be a throwback, I think. <laughs> but diver- I but deservedly so because it's a big episode. Yeah, True. well, yeah, this was the first episode I listened to that you guys did was last year the freshman class episode. So I mean, like, that was I a big episode like, for us. Yeah, it was. It was cool. Like that was like what introduced me to a bunch of bands on that list. And I know that's how Liam from Commander started listening to us. So it's like. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Connects bands and shit, you know? Anyway, Jail Socks. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this band either, but not in the sense that, like, oh, man, I got two conflicting feelings, but, like, just the fact that they hit me squarely in the middle. I don't like them, but I'm not mad at them. And <laughs> they just they just do their thing. And I wouldn't, like, go outside and smoke a cigarette during their set, but I'm also not going to be, like, wiling out, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Meow. Right? <laughs> is that you? What's good? What's good? What's up? Do you know who this what's is? Up? Tyler. Yeah, what's up? Not much, man. Just, just got home from work. How are you? Oh, I, I also I just got done with work, but I just pulled over in a parking lot to do <laughs> yeah. this because this I was so very sick. excited. I was so, totally, that's so if sick. I drove to work, I would have done that shit. Yeah, that's the but, way. You know, yeah, yeah, that's that's how it goes. 
We're talking about right, jail okay, socks. Catching Ryland up to speed now. Do we oh. want to catch Ryland up now? Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's We're, go from the got? bottom. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hard reset. How do you feel about American <laughs> Spirits, our number 10? Dope as fuck. Played with them a couple times. They're super nice, awesome people. Great band. Amazing. Shouts out, Connor. Number nine. Oh, Connor is really funny. I will say that. I, I really like Connor's social media presence. They do have yes. great social media presence. Yeah. We'll say that. Uh, number nine is Closure. Closure's dope. That's good emo music. <laughs> <laughs> number eight is Shingard. Oh, yes. That's a great band. They're so fucking cool, too. They're so dope. Pittsburgh is so cool. And we played our first Pittsburgh show ever with them. They go dummy hard. They played pretty much most of 2020 before it was even recorded. It was pretty dope, Sweet. so you could say, yeah, I'm hip to Fuck them. yeah. <laughs> Number seven, the anomaly to this list so far, because all three of us weren't familiar, uh, Kara Kara? I've never heard of this band. <laughs> okay, we're, glad we're all on the same Sick, page. four for four here. <laughs> <laughs> so, they had a full like, length... Like, how... They had a full-length recorded by Jake for Modern Baseball, and Will Yip just released. Wait, and, wait, and wait! Here's wait, the crazy. Wait, wait. Okay, I have totally heard of that band. Then they're from Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I heard. I was about similar... to say the biggest band on this fucking list. None of us have heard of. What? <laughs> I I heard the single that they put out off of that record. Yes. Okay. I just didn't recognize the name until just now. You know how it is. Yes, well, Ryland you... actually listens to music. <laughs> no, that's a lie. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, from what I, that song was pretty good. It was really good, actually. How does how does Ryland have time to listen to music when he's so busy writing all the music? No. <laughs> like all the songs, <laughs> every just, single song, every single one. You know, I ask myself that all the time. It's weird. I don't have that much time to listen to music <laughs> anymore because I'm working like fifty hours a week. And um, yeah. basically, the music that I do listen to is either like Claude Debussy or Chocolo Captain Junk. <laughs> so there's no the real duality of man. And I don't get much of the new exposure either. So it's like, it's kind of just sticking with two classics, you know? Can't miss. <laughs> you gotta. Um, and Rylan, by the way, I just want to say your music videos have been really fucking sick. Oh, so, yeah, you. phenomenal. Yeah, I've killed it. Uh, we just talked about Riley. Riley is cool. That's that weed shit, right? <laughs> One of them. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Riley's music is pretty cool. Um, I'm not. I, Weedmo is not totally my thing anymore. Weedmo, Weedmo, Emo, Weedmo. Yeah, that's what we. That's what we were just talking about too. Yeah, yeah, we can't say weed pop anymore because that's that that was that, canceled. That died canceled with the band that died. Yeah. Weed mo is like, I don't know. Oh. It'd be cooler if I was like, I don't know. I feel old for not liking it, but not that old. Well, we were talking about jail socks when you joined. Oh, they're so good. You like them? Oh, yeah. Man, I joined at the perfect time. Jail socks. You know. You know. You know. I've been screaming about Jill Socks since the day they dropped those those first two singles on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, I heard, I found them on the sub, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the best thing ever!" 
and I was like showing them all my friends, like, yo, get hip to this twinkly band. Like I used to like bug Lex from Chatterbot, be like, listen to this, put this shit out. This is so good. This is like the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And people were just like, okay, whatever, fuck you. Like, uh, cause I don't know, people don't trust that I like shit. Um, <laughs> but then like exactly a year later, they start blowing the F up and then I'm just sitting here like, hmm. Maybe y'all should have done listened to me when I when I said that the first time. So yeah, now I mean I love that Jailhouse is getting the love that they deserve because they're really really the chillest people. Sick band, amazing band, alive. They put on such a good show, um, and they just they're ultimately the homies. They're so cool to hang out with and chill with and just talk about stuff. They unapologetically like their own stuff, just like we do. So mm-hmm. it's super cool. You know, I feel that I think that the E word is like the best podcast in the world. So it's... I like when I like when artists like their own shit. Yeah, yeah, but not in a way. Like who else? But not in a way that Kevin Smith loves Kevin Smith movies. Well, Kevin Smith sucks. So like anything he does like in his kevin smith way is going to be annoying to me for sure um <laughs> number four on the list is guitar fight from fooly cooly Shit! This is the no. band that I that I don't like. I you see, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to actually slam them like we've this. We've exchanged messages, and you and like you said, LOL, guitar fight from Fooly Cooly. I was like, wait, what? Why? Because they're like huge. They're like like blowing up right now. They they need better like okay, really cool songs, really cool riffs, super creative. They need better recordings. All right. Really? I can speak to this. <laughs> that EP was recorded with one mic. Okay, that's the classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, but that's sick. The recording is my favorite part of their sound. Oh, come on. Yeah. Dude. Like, okay. I, think the, I think the vocal sounds sick. The vocal like, sound fucking dope, but you know what's, like, kind of cool on the low is that, like, they might be recording an LP with me. Oh, oh that's sick. I think that's kind of exciting to me, at least. I no, mean, they're cool. You know? So, you have, Lather, you have, I, I don't wish them not to be popular. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying in terms of recording quality. Okay. It'll be I, like a step above that, but it'll still sound bad because I don't know how to do that. No, okay. Will they, will they know how to write riffs by then? Given that. Yeah they do now yeah you're ruthless <laughs> i think i think this band is sick and i think they like really like come at the songs with like some fucking fire in their belly i instantly thought this band kind of sounds like commander salamander too am i wrong they they like they write like people who watch fooly cooly would write so 
I think it's all pretty spot on. I agree. They sound they sound a lot like they have the same like energy as Kama Salad does, without sounding like super like I don't know, not super similar, but it's still like the same like energy. It's like very yeah, staccato very the and then thing. like the texture. Yeah. Okay, so I get okay. I get why y'all like Guitar Fight from Fooly Cooly because they are to Stars Hollow and Kama Salad and Gami as Riley is to Mom Jeans. Like, the eager little siblings. I mean... You think so? I, I do think so. I think they, like... I don't think that they are biting your sound, but that they're heavily influenced by it. Are they young? How old are they? They're like high schoolers, right? High school and, and one year after high school. What the fuck is up with all these young kids writing good music now? <laughs> right? Fucking weird. I'm like 25 and I'm like just now writing shit that's like passable. Right. I like just turned 21 and they make me feel old as fuck. <laughs> right? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> they do yeah, though. All these kids. They're like, I'm so good at music. And I'm like, dang. I wish I was that like confident in my son when I was in high school. That's yeah, in high school I was playing easy for, so like it was pretty Wait, sick. Okay, that was pretty. Oh, cool. so, yeah. In high school, Tyler was actually cooler than any of us. Playing, <laughs> I was playing acoustic living room shows with Intuit over it while playing breakdowns on an acoustic guitar. So I'm cooler than everyone here. We know yeah, that now. I was That's in so a fake radio band. Oh no! Damn. Yeah. With Pat. I was. <laughs> I was about that. Fuck. Okay. I didn't know Pat. I forgot Pat was part of that. Yes, yeah, I didn't realize. That. I didn't realize Pat was a fucking movie star until that's I watched a, the music can't he, videos. Like, act? Can't that can't that man act? Like he's got he can act and he's got a good jawline. That's what. That's I'm yeah. That's what I'm thinking. He like he's got like lead actor good looks. Yeah, like I, w- I was saying like I wouldn't be surprised if someone saw that and be like, is that like a band member or an actor? Like he's got that that face, bro. Like he. Looks like, like uh, he looks like he could be in World War Z or something like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? that's spot on. Like, like well, blood on his face, you know. And then here's my take, Rylan. Don't don't get me twisted because you're cute, all right. But Pat looks like the lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Pat looks like the lead singer if we were like 2012, like. Run for oh yeah, yeah. If you were like hit the lights or some shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he looks more like like if you sounded like Breaking Benjamin, he would be singing. Is how I. See no, him. no, I see him as like a lost for words singer. Oh, like, I see. Okay. No, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sticking with Breaking Benjamin. It's, it's okay. cooler. <laughs> <laughs> are oh. we still talking about who are we talking about? Guitar fight. Yeah, get, talking about guitar, guitar fight. fight. Okay, I drifted because I don't want to get caught out shitting on this band. Because again, I don't, I don't hate them. Like, it's not your cup of tea. It's cool to say that it's not your cup of tea. Because like, Wait, didn't I'm you super leave with this the band I hate? Huh? What? Ellie, didn't you lead with this is? Oh, you led with this is the band I don't like. Yeah, yeah. this is the band I don't like. I didn't say oh, yeah. that I hate them. You didn't say hate. I stopped. Like, that I stopped been saying that I hate bands. Um, I feel that I gotta do that. Well, I don't know. I don't have the will to hate something. It's I mean. Much. Yeah, like, I don't. I won't say I hate things. I refuse to say things are bad. I will never say a band is bad. I'll yeah. just say that I don't like it. You know. Yeah, this band is not bad. I think for <laughs> for what they are doing that, and the fact that they are like so young, it's actually really fucking cool. 
it's but, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but like to me, the riffs just aren't there yet. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like they're not like exploring their full potential with the riff. I feel like the because riffs I know are very short in general. Like, yeah. it's just like, like, that's it. And I think it's cool. I that think it's like sense. little machine gun blasts, you know? Yeah. I guess they, well, I guess I'm a little biased too because I've heard a lot of like demos for their like new stuff. Like, more than what is the material on their debut AP, EP, I think. Um, and it also low-key sounds better, like, recording quality-wise. Um, but okay. the demos, like, they they have progression. Like, I really think that they, they're learning a lot more about song structure and writing, and they got their sound. Like, they know what they want to sound like, you know? And I think that they're getting a lot better at it. And, I don't know, that's a really strong foundation for a band that I think is really fun. Can I just ask, like, how did they yeah. get so big and passed around? Okay, deadass, like, I don't want to sound like that motherfucker. <laughs> but so when we were on tour with... <laughs> Rylan just they... said, just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened when we were on tour with Common Salad, um, it was the day, I guess it was the last show we played, it was in Charlotte. And we saw something, Claudio saw some shit on Instagram, they got tagged in it, Kamasala did. And it was like, oh, some Claudio goes, oh, some band covered Pamela. And I was like, oh, fuck, like, that's pretty sick. Uh, so we watched, like, the Instagram story or video or whatever, it was the band covering Pamela, and it's a band called Guitar Fight from Fully Cooley, and we were like, what the fuck? Like, that name, bro, like, <laughs> that's a lot. Um, and then we were like, damn let's like listen to this shit or whatever let's look them up and so we did and then we listened to this shit we were like not really know what to expect and that first song kind of fucking blew my shit out of the out of the water from what I thought it was gonna be and it ended up being pretty fucking dope long story short I guess Liam tweeted about them that day and then when we got home from that tour like we both from our band socials tweeted about that shit and then a bunch of our friends in our circle we'd been sending that shit to and they were like oh this is really cool I guess Dree from third row um, got hip to it when we sent it in a group chat that I'm in with Dree Dree was like this is fucking dope like I want them on our roster so that happened I guess they talked real quickly they're reissuing the EP I guess that already happened I pre-ordered it I think Um, they did some shirts or whatever and like it it just got on third row and then it was just like you know that word of mouth type shit Mm -hmm. They definitely spread around that way. Um, I don't want to be like we just started them or anything, but like <laughs> that's how I heard of them. Ry- Rylan does this band fucks right now. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, bro. I'm honestly, I, I want to say I'm a step above. I feel like I'm, I'm like orgies. That listening to this shit must think I'm an asshole, but I'm just joking. <laughs> I, you're alumni. <laughs> you can know. say this shit. Oh, you're right. No, yeah. they're really cool, and honestly, they're getting big because they're good. Um, and I think they have like a bunch of different elements of different sounds that a lot of people love in DIY right now. Like you can hear the common salad, like uh, adjacent instrumentals, and then fucking P Daddy adjacent vocals. Yeah, like, yes, that's pretty cool. Like that's a really good combination. I didn't know I needed until I heard it. I was that like, a- wow, that a- that acoustic track, super cool. The acoustic stuff, too, you know, they got a lot of variety there. Yeah. I think there's something for everybody, not, well, something for I everybody like, in there. For I like everyone. so short and that they have a lot of energy, but I think they can do more within that space. And I mm-hmm. think 
that they're going to keep maturing and growing into themselves with the next release. And probably by the next release, I will have come around and How? started them. There are seeds being planted here. Yeah. I just don't think they're there yet for me personally. How, how much music do they have out? The EP. Just like a, just the like EP. a seven track EP. Okay, yeah, dude. Like, I feel like the first EP that you put out could is just like it doesn't fucking matter as long it's as a it's a dry run. Yeah, like our yep. first EP is just like not that good. Same. And it's like partially just like literally just like setting the foundation and being like, this is kind of what we're going for and we're just going to get better at it. And this is something that we can at least show people to be like, hey, we're a band. So I honestly like first EP just really like it matters, but it's like the least accurate representation of like what a band can be. Right. Yeah. It's like kind of like how our first episode is a piece of shit. <laughs> yes. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they're they're young. They're young, and they like already have like a decent backing, and they have an EP out. Like if they just like keep doing what they're doing, then they're gonna like do cool shit. Like they have yeah. lots of time. All right. They're really nice. Cool. Number three is Ben Quad. I've been trying all my life to make a certain type of stable aesthetic. Really, 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 as the band that literally has three songs on the internet right now all three of those songs rip <laughs> i haven't i haven't heard this band i did not hear Neither. about them until i mean this is one of the bands that i put in my tinfoil hat on i was like yo was this band campaigning or something and it was confirmed no, that this so band good. is popular and good where are they from Bing. i have no idea i know they played here recently and i like had to miss them are they like They're so fucking good are they named after an Oliver Houston song? Like, is it like a rip on top? Yeah, one? I thought that. I, I think so. Actually, um, are, are they like that kind of style of emo? Um, like, I think that they have. Emo. I, I mean, they're quirky, but they have like a lot more of like a. I guess I, I'd almost call it like chaotic sound, but like it's still very catchy. Like a lot of like fast-paced licks but like over power chords so it has like a like a something to keep it grounded rather than like how oliver houston did it which is just like all over the place um yeah they're from oklahoma oh yeah okay um i've heard i think the thing you have okay good i think the thing this band does really good is it has like real good shout along bridges at the end of their songs that's That's like my favorite thing that bands do That's like way important. That's like that Marietta shit. Yeah. That's yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Exactly. But it's it's also that like taking back Sunday shit, low key. Is <laughs> what really matters, honestly. <laughs> like yeah. TBS. I'm like yeah, that's it. That's my shit. I wish I had heard this band so I'd have more to say. But from what everyone else is saying, I probably need to listen to them. So. Yeah. I think I know someone who knows someone in that band. That makes sense. That would make sense. Um. They have three songs out. They have an acoustic song that is pretty good and like kind of like a sweet, catchy like pop song. Um, they have kind of like a, a long, slow 
burner song that is like their most popular one mm-hmm. uh that has like real good like build up at the end like shadow long vocals it's pretty good and then their other song which is like their least popular on spotify but it's their best song it's just like That's another like- DIY fall of troy song <laughs> oh hell yeah yep. yes it's Love really that. fucking good yeah this band is sick uh i i think i think the chill wave records people like really back this band which makes sense because it like falls in line with like a lot of that like good sleepy nope type stuff um yeah that makes sense they did a but, they did a chill miss video yeah that makes sense i i just really like how uh how gritty this band is like the production isn't like pristine like it is with a uh, a lot of the other bands it's just like kind of tinny and claustrophobic but that like makes to feel like they're right there but it does also doesn't sound amateurish like the guitar fight ep yeah that's that makes it is so they only have those three songs that you said yeah so, it's just those three songs i think the demo? acoustic song is like six yeah. is that a like cohesive release or are they just like singles there's a split and there's a single and then there's a proper two song demo on Bandcamp. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that all makes sense then. Like that's like yeah. the point where they're at. Like yeah, yeah. In terms of sound and record. Hell yeah! I'll have to listen to it. Uh, Are we gonna move on? Yeah. Uh, number two. Nice. This band doesn't know. This band is super fucking sparkle punk. Like, this is what I think sparkle punk sounds like. Well, that's like... This, I mean, that's this like... This band's I, power pop. <laughs> I fucking love Nice so much. Me too. Um, Roddy, oh, they're really they're, good. They're really good. <laughs> Roddy's going with us to Bloodfest, and I'm so stoked. Um, but Nice is so good. Like, I saw them for the first time last year, and they were still a four-piece, and... I remember watching them and I talked to like Roddy and Sage for a while and I was just like, Oh, these, these people are cool. And then I watched their set and I was like, Oh, that's pretty good. And then they put out this new EP and then we played with them a few weeks ago and it blew me the fuck away. I was just like amazed at how tight they were and how like super catchy and well-written the songs are like that song. Love handles is my favorite song this year. Like hands oh, I love Love handles is up there, but my favorite snowboard snowboard yeah. is so catchy. See, they You're think right. that everyone hates snowboard. <laughs> no, I fucking love snowboard. And That's my I favorite one. I hate that song. <laughs> I don't think that song is is that very fun to listen to. <laughs> I, I hate, hate but, you, Tyler. No, it's fine. That's good. No, I don't <laughs> hope Roddy doesn't listen to this. But uh, <laughs> but, Dude, but every like band it. except for Car Car is going to listen to this. <laughs> That's true. Sorry, Roddy. It's a good song. I just don't like it. But yeah, no, that band is like incredible, and I'm really stoked that they've like started like getting way more traction because they deserve it because they've been at it for like a while it feels like and they've put out a lot of music mm-hmm. 
and it just felt like no one was talking about them for so long and then now everyone's like super jazzed on them and i'm like fuck yeah they were one of the bands that might have scrubbed something off of the internet because there's something called like the nice ep that people talk about but it's not on Bandcamp or anything Uh, yeah probably that seems like a thing they would do (laughs) but you know Um, we've got bad music in our past so can i say i i don't i didn't like the vocals at first um i was like oh i like it when he screams um but as i've listened more and more like they've really grown on me (laughs) it's unique yeah like Which is nice because I feel like I he's always got like a vibrato like, going yes. on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like I always end up listening to the same like style of vocals. Like I'm really into like I love your lifestyle and Oliver Houston and stuff because they, they kind of have that like pushing your voice like edge to it. But like sometimes Roddy just sings and it, it's so fucking pretty and it's just nice. That's like Ryland. I'm gonna compliment you. That's part of why I like it's because like he's got like unique vocals that are super pretty. And yeah, like, that's a big reason uh, I like Tommy's. Which is like not normal in our genre because like I can't do that. Like there's yeah. a reason that I don't do that, you know. But but yeah. Well, the the like, reason I like Stars Hollow is because the vocals are like frenetic and like upset. <laughs> well, I'm I've gone to vocal therapy and I am now going to take vocal lessons. So prepare for <laughs> opera Stars Hollow. I'm taking All vocal right. lessons. I mean, too. I. Yeah. I really just, I really just like how distressed Tyler sounds on uh, "Happy Again." Yeah, like that's just, just like, epic. yeah, just like super like everything is not okay. Like you can hear that coming through, like in the vocals. That was me panicking because I thought my voice was gonna shit out on me before we finished tracking. So that's probably very genuine panic, <laughs> disgruntledness. So I'm glad that shit through um i just want to say something about nice before it gets lost and people uh give us shit for it but like we have like repeatedly shit on like bands that just use weed as like their personality and i think i think something about nice is like it's definitely weed email but there is actual personality behind like the songwriting um yeah it's like incorporated into it rather than being like the whole thing yeah and like you know i mean like they have songs they have ridiculous song titles but like the songs are actually like pretty like uh sad and like there's like a lot of songs about like roddy's relationship with their father and stuff and yeah yeah i feel like their goofiness gives it more charm whereas some bands goofiness about that kind of shit like makes it like cringy but like Yeah. yeah Like, Nice has a, like, very charming thing to it with the fact that they're kind of, like, goofy like that, and it kind of makes it, like, melan- more melancholic to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the bittersweet, fact- yeah. Yeah, the fact that, like, Love Handles is called Love Handles with a Z, and it's, like, kind of, like, I don't know, like, jokey, but then the song's, like, just, like, way more serious, and, like, it just gives it more appeal to me. So, yeah, I'm into it. I just hate it when bands do that shit, and it's just, like just for the sake of like performatively being like i smoke weed you know Whereas, you mean like, like riley i'm not i'm not here to say who i'm just here really to say thought you best here like ryland and i was like damn <laughs> oh no ryland no ryland doesn't weed emo ryland does pokemon emo yeah, yeah that's free throw charmer gami that's that's where we yeah, are yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, pokemon 
I think Blunt Force Marijuana is my least favorite nice song because it's named Blunt Force Marijuana. Really? Yeah. I went into that song thinking I wasn't going to F with it as much. But I, I like that one a lot. Yeah, same. It's creative. The song structure is cool. It's just like different. It really is. Like, it's just one of those things where I can listen to it and I'm like, oh, I would have never thought to write that. Like, sometimes I can listen to songs and kind of predict, like, what's going to happen because I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, but when I listen to that, I'm like, oh, shit, I would have never thought to, like, put that kind of riff there or that kind of, like, fill there. Like, it's just super, super unique. So I back it. We might be doing a T-O-U-R with that band. Fuck yeah. Wait, spell so. it slow. <laughs> Tour. Tour. I'm not supposed to say that. Roddy's not mad about that either, but... But I'm stoked. It's gonna be cool. And Sage is our fill-in drummer for our tour with Gami next week. Oh, sick! Really? So, next week? Whoa. Yeah, Sage. Yeah, the drummer for next. Yeah, that's cool. coming up fast. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I was t- talking to my supervisor, and she's like, "Yeah, when you leave next week." I was like, "What?" And then right. I looked at my calendar, and I'm like, "Shit, I have shows next week, so it's gonna be gonna be nuts." Tyler, do you know that I you're playing be- a show with me next week? I was gonna say something about that here, but we were talking about weed. Um, so, yeah, okay. What's your? We're, it's in Madison. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Sick. I'm actually super stoked. So it's like, you guys, us, and barely sick. Yeah. That is super fun. Actually. Oh shit! That's like, that's like Kyle's inner circle right fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we gonna Are we gonna move on to the final band? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Number one, we've got Pool Kids. This band might be tied with Shingard for my favorite. Toolkits is fucking cool. They're phenomenal. Did anyone see this um, coming? Did anyone see them as like the top spot? I totally did. I didn't. Yeah. I totally did. The only reason I wouldn't see them as the top spot is because I kind of see them beyond the level that a lot of these bands are at. Right. Sense. Um, I mean, yeah, they have they have Haley Williams talking about them. <laughs> Which is like almost as huge as Rylan and Claudio talking about guitar fight. That's like almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. We, to be fair, uh, no, nah, they're so sick. I love Pool Kids. They're fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. So everything that I like consecutively discover about this band just impresses me more and more. So. All right. I actually did not really like their LP at first. Um, it kind of just like faded into the background for me, and then pool happened, <laughs> and I was like, "This is so sick!" Like the it songwriting was, was is really good. Was there was there something I'm missing on the LP? And I went back to the LP and listened to it, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is fucking insane!" And then I looked at it on Bandcamp, and everything except the drums is written and performed by the singer. Like, I didn't know that. She composes all of it. Yeah, no, it's and, nuts. Like, 
that's like next level songwriting to be like yeah. able to think I, cause like I've done that in bands before and it's fucking hard like yeah I know like Shannon from Awake But Still In Bed and Eric from Heart Attack Van are like they they are also in that sphere of being capable of it but for pool kids like the all the songs have like so many textures that they, they cycle through like there are so much like there there's like everything is being explored in each song like it just ebbs and flows and there's highs and lows and it it just like kind of all co- like coheres into this like really dynamic listening experience and that's not something i've ever heard from like someone who's composing it all themselves like yeah, mostly it's a more straightforward you know but she's like incorporating jazz and shit like jazz voicings into her guitar work and like bass counterpoints like that's insane and then i saw videos of them performing live and she is like finger picking that i was gonna bring this up fighting the pick and singing yeah like hitting the notes that she does on the lp so like every like i said every consecutive thing i discover about this band is just more and more impressive <laughs> yeah they're really awesome they put on a really really good show too i saw them open for um Bomb jeans and mover shaker and it was pretty fucking sick mover shaker is how i found out about pool kids because um they tweeted at us because we played a couple of shows with them last year and mover shaker was like yo you'll love this and then i listened to it and i was like damn they're right this is fucking good like it's just wild that someone can have like that much creativity in their brain to me yeah Mm -hmm. and just like some of the vocal patterns she writes are just so catchy and unique and like and she's got a really good voice yeah, like yeah. amazing tonally just like oh it's i geek out over their music it's so cool cool <laughs> yeah i like was using the very minimal music theory terminology that i had and hoping <laughs> like tyler would be like yeah that's true <laughs> like, not, i don't like, know i might be talking out of my ass <laughs> i know i know a decent amount of music theory but like I just like view music so much more from like a how it makes me feel standpoint. Oh wait, Rylan, don't you know a lot of music theory shit too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <He> just laughs. <laughs> was that was I talking out of my ass or did that make sense? What I was saying earlier. I liked the bass counterpoint part. Yeah. yeah. That was a little sick thing you said. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, yeah, what you what you said definitely makes sense. Um, okay. And they're really good, definitely. Cool, because I, I don't know shit. Out. I'm a college dropout. I do. I mean, I'm a college graduate, and it doesn't really mean anything, so, <laughs> you know, it's all pointless. But yeah, Pool Kids, stellar, phenomenal band. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Who, who won last year? Who was the number one last year? Awake but still. Awake but still in bed. It made sense to me. They put out the best LP last year. So. But it's also interesting that, like, both of these top... Uh, albums are their debut material. Yeah, 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 that is super interesting. Like it just to be, be like that good. I mean, it, it speaks a lot for how good the music is that it can be the first thing that you put out, and people are like, "Oh shit!" Like I need to pay attention to this. You know. I think this one took a yes. while for it to like get passed around because a friend showed me this who spends a lot of time i think in midwest email posting and i think that's where this kind of got like dropped i mean that facebook group is like horrid (laughs) yeah they they like my band so like i can't say anything here but uh 
that group fucking sucked really bad. <laughs> Do you want me to bleep but, that? Nah, no. You, no. I've tweeted about it. Like, I, I tweeted from the Stars account about how shitty the emo online community is. Sure. So, it's like... We're cool, though, right? <laughs> I mean, like, you're part of the, like, 2% that isn't, like, shitty, so... Tight. You know, <laughs> Word. Everything I interact on, it's solely because, like, those people care about my music. And if I didn't, like, because I would still listen to emo even if I wasn't, like, playing music. But if I didn't play music, I would not interact whatsoever with any of those forums. So Yeah. Uh, so... And I think, like, after that got passed around, um, the then Skeletal Lightning picked up the album, and they pressed it, and then the whole Mom Jeans tour, and then they're just touring with everyone this summer. I think they're going out with Dikembe. Uh, yeah, they're this year's Gouge Away. <laughs> <laughs> when I said that tweet about Gouge Away has opened up for every band that has distorted guitars, I meant it, because they, they still keep hopping on tours. <laughs> Yeah, they're like ever present. <laughs> I hope Pool Kids becomes ever present like that. I really want to fucking see him live. I have I, I want to hear a band like do blast beats, but like putting them into like twinkle songs. Like I want to hear like twinkle bands do blast beats because I feel like with that combination, I can start finally using the term bra beats. I think you're gonna really like our LP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sick. I've been waiting to drop the neologism raw beats like on the world of emo for way too long. I'm super stoked. Well, well I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you'll achieve your lifelong dream. <laughs> Got you. My lifelong dream is just to have clout. That's a well, <laughs> need. You're gonna have to get off this podcast then, Ellie, because. <laughs> 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 nah, this, this this is a clout cast. It's cool. <laughs> Cool kids literally, literally on my second year. They are. Or are they you? are. Oh fuck yes! Cool. Are you playing Bloodfest or are you just riding along? Nah, well, me and a bunch of my friends are just going, and Roddy from Nice is coming too, so that'll be cool. But uh, like, we tried to play, but they were like, nah. So we're not playing. But I haven't so, heard of half of the lineup. I haven't either. Like I'm, I'm going mainly to see like the Wonder Years, Aaron West, the Dangerous Summer, Cool Kids. I'd like to see Dogleg again. Awakeman's still in Dog bed, Rick. isn't Prince Daddy playing too? Yes, yeah, they're playing like super early in the day. I'm stoked. Isn't this the last Bloodfest? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've heard the rumor that the surprise is going to be a William Bonnie reunion set, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that can be discounted. Someone, someone told me that they thought it would be a fireworks reunion set oh, oh my god that would make me so fucking angry but i doubt it so yeah tyler and rylan did i did i tell you like what i think is going to happen next year um no no i think the i think the wonder years is going to do a 10th anniversary tour of the upsides oh. i think i think that at least man overboard will come back and tour and I feel like there's like a 50% chance that fireworks would do that tour with them. Cause yeah. I feel like man overboard would be down to do like a 10th anniversary for real talk. Oh yeah. And I'd be there to me, like the, ch- the cherry on top would be like title fight co-headlining because cool. all, 
all three of those support bands did guest vocals on uh, All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. Yep. It's the closer on the upsides. Not sad like, anymore. Yeah. How fucking sick would that be? I would shit my literal pants. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. That'd be kind of nutto. That'd be, that'd be crazy. That, that was like the formative years of my music taste. Like late, like middle of late high school, you know, I was like, Oh shit, this is, this is it. It got me through college. I'm just like, I geek about all those bands. Like I strongly feel like that could happen. Like that, that's like a strong possibility. And when it does, like the words glamor kills will like spontaneously grow out of my chest. (laughs) Yeah. That with the wings will just appear and it'll. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be epic. So we should probably wrap this up, but uh, do you do you want do you guys want to talk about the tour that you two are going on together? Yeah. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. yeah, that's gonna be sick. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, no, I'm really excited. It's like, what? We're on it for three weeks, and then y'all have another like five or six days after we're done. Yeah, I think so. First time we've ever gone west, which is sick. Same. Yeah, like I'm, I'm like scared, like super scared, but also super excited. <laughs> Almost every like, single state we're playing, I've never been to in my entire life. Yeah, same. And it's just like, okay, like, are there gonna be kids there, or uh, is it gonna be like being back at square one in like 2015 when we played like out of state, and like two kids were there. But it's like you know that's part of the experience. But I'm excited, but I'm also nervous. We I'm balled super- out on merch for this tour, so that's going to be cool. I saw that. There's fanny packs. Fanny packs, joggers, striped shirts. When I heard all uh, that shit, I was like, we're not even going to bother making merch. Like, there's no... <laughs> <laughs> I, nah, dude, you, you got it, because I kind of... I don't own a single Oregon Angel clothing item, because... We got... Oh, yeah. right. We're out of shit. We, we have mad shirts, actually. <laughs> that's good. We that's got good. I'm going to swipe one. But, uh... But, Ryland, talk about your EP that's coming out the day the tour starts. Right. Um, yeah, we're putting out that EP. It's, <laughs> it's Gen songs, baby. Four, four songs, baby. And two of them are already out. And, and... They're endorsed by Dan Lampton from Real Friends. Yeah, oh, shit. Fucking berserk. That's, that's cool. What's, what's the other band that Dan has? Like, the one that's like that like records in a basement, the side project? Oh, is that is that with one of the dudes from Knucklepuck? Yes. I don't know what it's called, but I just know that it's from one of the dudes from Knucklepuck. So. Yeah, I, I, that 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 band's pretty sick. Um, even if I can't remember their name, uh, Ryland, do you really think Pokemon XD is better than Pokemon Coliseum? Oh yeah. <laughs> ah. Okay, Coliseum is pretty sick. Coliseum is like, like, okay, I don't know. It might be because I had um, that Christmas, like two thousand whatever. I got the XD Gale of Darkness fucking GameCube that oh. came with XD. Oh, it was shit. by far the coolest thing that I ever did, like, or ever got in my life. Like, I, I pretty much, I think I played half the game that day. I was, like, five years, years old. Um, so you like XD better because you're privileged, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Coliseum... Well, I couldn't find Coliseum forever. I like played it like three years ago, and that was the first time I ever played it. Yeah, Coliseum is rare as fuck. I also think I got like Gala Darkness before Coliseum. Um, but you also have to remember, I'm like playing GameCube on like other people's GameCubes. Like, I'm like buying games to like bring over to my friend's house, 
play like in bite-sized pieces um yeah uh but like i feel like xd is just like coliseum but like retreaded i know it's you know once i played coliseum i kind of realized that but the intro to xd is the coolest thing i've ever seen in my entire life i'll give you that i've i've never played xd is it like set up like coliseum or is it like open world kind of like a main series game like what's the game it's it's set up like coliseum there's like a story and it's like the same deal with like catching shadow pokemon okay gotcha but there's like a more sophisticated system of it and (laughs) okay (laughs) i mean it's more sophisticated (laughs) i said sophisticated (laughs) i know know, i'm just being a dick i'm sorry i know no it's okay basically the it takes place like five years after coliseum and the technology in the game has advanced in terms of catching shadow pokemon that's what i meant not in terms of gameplay i meant in the actual story arc there's now much more <laughs> of it there's a, a a radar or whatever like the, the dude has an eyepiece where he can see it instead of having that friend who he's like hey friend is that a shadow pokemon or not nah? i mean let's be real. his eyepiece makes him look like a fucking like vegeta though so you're right like you're 100 percent right i always real. i always thought that as a kid but okay I think we have to wrap this up now. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. My final thought on this is that even like this is a really good end of the year or I guess freshman list because like even if I don't necessarily like all the bands, I have positive feelings for all of the bands. They are awesome. A lot of them yeah. have no, like, like a lot to prove still too, and that's always cool because it's like a lot of these bands are literally in their infancy and have a lot of potential. And I feel like all these bands have, like, cool people in them. Mm-hmm. Yes. They feel more accessible than last year's freshman class, for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. There's, that last... one band, there's those two bands on there that's fucking sick ass. <laughs> going on tour together or something like that. Which, which bands? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, or original something. Or, and, original Angles? And, yeah, something and stellar. Star. Star. I don't know. Star Hamster Huey and the Gooey Kablooey. Yeah. <laughs> One of those bands. No, this year's list definitely is super sick. I know a lot of them personally. And uh, they're all really awesome people. And like like Kyle said, they're all in their infancy. And they all have such a upward trajectory, I feel like. I think we're going to see a lot of these bands doing really, really cool shit like in their own unique uh, way. I don't. I was thinking of a better word than way, but it couldn't come out. Um, I feel like half of these bands will become guests on this podcast. Probably. For sure. I mean, yeah. That kind of happened with last year's. Like this year's yeah. list was cool because, like, I feel like, like you guys said, it's like a lot more bands in their infancy. Whereas last year it was like what Jetty Bones was one of them, mm-hmm. and Jetty Bones had like a lot of clout. Hot Mulligan was on there, and Hot Mulligan was like like legitimately blowing up. Yeah. Whereas like all the bands are pretty it's a pretty even playing field and the bigger bands are even like not that huge you know yeah Um, yeah and i think that's sick and then i also like it's just cool to think about how last year the freshman list class like i didn't know like hardly any of the bands on it and now i'm like homies with a lot of the bands on it yeah and like yeah i mean we're about to go on tour with gami like i love commander salamander 
and would tour with them any day of the week. Like, it's just like good luck getting Liam and Nando to tour. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing a tour there this summer. I mean, for longer than like <laughs> seven days. Five days. Yeah, it's it's rough. I don't blame them. But... No comment. Uh, I hope <laughs> you hear my fucking eye roll, Riley. <laughs> I do want to say it's just uh, they could. Oh, go ahead, uh, go ahead. Most of these bands are touring the summer pretty hard, so go fucking see them. Yeah. Retweet. Yeah. Retweet. Retweet. Smash that RT. Come to a, a Stars Hollow Origami Angel show so that I don't have panic attacks every night, please. <laughs> be go to. Go to. Is Gami not playing the show that you were playing with Kyle? No. No. Oh my god, that would have been like such like a strong like energy ball of. <laughs> of eward lore <laughs> in a perfect world nah yeah we started cut we started a few days earlier but this had to be better than us yeah no I'm, i just want to have money cushion before we go because otherwise uh the west will eat me alive so i know we're starting with a fucking 15 hour drive to iowa so we'll, we'll be in the negative <laughs> motherland baby but uh, all right y'all Hell yeah. Sweet. Right. Thanks for listening Salute. to episode 31, the E-Word Freshman Class 2019. These bands have records that you can buy. Uh, tweet about them, buy them, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Swag. Yeah.